0: Hello, my name's Morgan. And my name's Jalen. And you're listening to the Trademark Productions 301 The Redirect Podcast.
1: 301 The Redirect. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about creating great content. So in this digital world, content is king. And you know that from seeing all of the websites and podcasts and just all the social media posts around. And so whether your goal is to boost search engine rankings or gain traffic and leads or simply become a thought leader in your industry, the first step that you have to take is having great content.
0: So starting with a little bit of an icebreaker to kind of introduce you to the world of internet content that's out there. First, we'll start with Jalen. What is a
1: content farm? I've never heard of this term before. I Um, actually learned it last night. So, But I'll take a stab at it. So basically what I think it is, is a collection of either ideas or thoughts that you can make into content pieces for either your brand or for your company
0: hmm It's sort of like that. A content farm is essentially a website or a content creator that just puts out endless amounts of content. Oh. So there are those companies like BuzzFeed could be considered a content farm, but usually content farms have more of a negative connotation. Gotcha. So okay. I was watching a video last night about someone was debunking A video from Blossom that appeared on Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. that was about like food hacks. And they were debunking all of them and saying that basically this was just coming from a content farm. They just wanted their video to be shareable. They didn't care if the information was accurate. Gotcha. Everything in it was deceptive and people were freaking out. but it got them shares and likes. so
1: Makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's how I learned about it. So content farms are something you want to avoid on the mm-hmm. internet. Generally in Google's algorithm, if content is reshared or repurposed, so if you have 10 different video clips, but you use them to make 14 different videos mm-hmm. and you're just recycling all the different clips, social media platforms will generally reward that behavior because they don't have... They don't have ways to detect that. And yeah. So generally, those videos get shared a lot, which is mm-hmm. why you'll see a lot of five-minute crafts on the Instagram featured page. Mm-hmm. and or on um, Twitter.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So going into our next question is, does Google's algorithm reward content that is copied from another source?
1: No. So I know, like you basically just said, um, duplicate content on either your own website or on, or on various websites around. Google does not really favor that. Mm -hmm. Um, they kind of, um, not negatively like rank your website badly, but it's just not seen positively. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, if you can, you want to make sure that all of your content is original. Even if you do have to duplicate some content, that's a little bit better than duplicating all of your content all the way around your website or on your blog.
0: Yeah. Google definitely will reward you for having original content that, isn't found anywhere else on the internet, but it is still relevant to a topic. Google will definitely reward that and boost you in the search results. Right. So then our last question is, should you outsource content creation? So here at Trademark, we get a lot of emails from people in various other countries or parts of the world that want to write a guest blog on our website because we have, you know, a pretty well-established website with a lot of backlinks and people are always trying to contact us because they want to appear on our website. So Mm -hmm. is that a good idea?
1: Depending on your, if you're able to produce that content, the time that you have to produce it and write it, I would say it could be an option for you. If you do have the resources, if you have the time, um, I would just say create that content yourself and Mm -hmm. then maybe if you need to outsource it to get it edited or to be published and I would say do that. But if you can create that content yourself, it'd be almost better because you know what type of tone, what type of messaging, what type of narrative that you want to have behind your own content. So I would say if you don't have those resources, then yes, totally outsource Mm -hmm. because agencies like TM, we love writing content and blog posts for companies. But if you do have that um, resource, I would just say just do it yourself.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The good thing about is if you're making the content yourself, you know exactly what you're going to get. Whereas sometimes if you outsource to a third party, you don't exactly know their writing style. You don't know their level of research. You don't know if they're just taking this content from somewhere else and just exactly. repurposing it and giving it to you. So mm-hmm. if you are going to outsource content creation, I would just say to really research the source that you're getting it from and make sure that it aligns with your company standards. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to creating your own great content, I think the first step is that you want to define your goals of what you want to get out of the content. Yeah. So having great content on your website will benefit you in various ways. So in terms of goals that you may have, it may be to get more traffic to your website. It may be to gain leads from your articles that you're writing, or it could even be just to boost your own search engine results. Mm-hmm. So defining your goal is then going to help you to write the content based on what you want to get out of it. So if you're trying to get leads, you're obviously going to take more of a sales pitch narrative and you're going to really explain you know what it is you do what the benefits are why what you do is unique or different from your competitors whereas if you're just trying to boost your search engine rankings you're going to want to put a lot of relevant information in there you're going to want to link to external sources that are relevant if your goal is just to get traffic you're obviously going to want to use more clickbaity titles you're Mm -hmm. going to want to you're going to write content in terms of what your audience wants to read about
1: exactly and another goal to think about is do you want to Provide more awareness or do you want to be more informational? So the informational part would be more educative points where you're Mm -hmm. passing on your knowledge to your audience base. Or if you want to share more awareness, that will be what your company does either internally or externally. So your audience knows and can understand the type of projects and the things that you work on and the audiences that you serve.
0: And speaking of your audience, that takes us to the next step in creating your own original content is you want to understand your audience. So in a podcast we did a few weeks ago, we talked about creating buyer personas and Mm -hmm. buyer behavior. behavior. So understanding what your audience, how they act, what they're looking for, what they want to get from your content, that's Mm -hmm. going to help you to write content that resonates with them.
1: Right. Because the content at the end of the day, it's not about you. It should be for Mm -hmm. your readers and it should help them solve a problem and it should have some type of resolution or solution for them to use and take for their business or for their personal brand.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when you're creating content and you're writing about the knowledge that you have in a specific area, you want to make sure that what you're sharing is actually relevant to the people that you want to share it with. Because Mm -hmm. if it's not, they're not going to read it. Exactly. They're not going to click on it.
1: And that's the whole point of writing content is to make sure that somebody resonates with it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So in terms of creating original content, some goals that you want to have for this content is you want it to be shareable. So if one of your goals is to get more traffic or to get more leads, you want to write content that people are not only going to have something to take away from it in terms of a lesson or knowledge that they've earned from it, but you also want them to be encouraged to share it with other people that are in their industry or looking for a similar product or service. Mm -hmm. So when you're making shareable content, you want to have short snippets that are really going to resonate with people. You want to have media that they can share to their own website or to their social media. You want your content to be engaging. So you want people to not only just read your content, but you want them to engage with it. You want them to click on the links that you're providing. You want them to go to the other pages on your website. You want them to leave comments or like it. That way, not only is that a good sign for you and your company that people are actually you know, resonating with the content and understanding it and enjoying it, mm-hmm. it also helps to get feedback from them. So in terms of what do they want to hear about next? What did you explain clearly in the blog? What needs a little bit more explanation? Mm-hmm. That sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and you also want to include... Clear CTAs, so call to actions. So you want to make sure that when that person either gets to the middle of your blog post or towards the end, that they have some kind of direction that they can take after. So maybe they enjoyed the blog post that you wrote. So what are you having them do with your CTA? Would you want them to leave a comment? Would you want them to send you a message? Should they fill out a form if they're interested in your service or your product? Or is there something that they can download to help further their knowledge in that topic so they can take it, share with other people or share it with themselves if they need a reminder of it later, instead of going back to that blog post. Mm -hmm. So clear CTAs do help with, that engagement part as well. And it helps people understand what they should do after they read that content. And then lastly, when you create original content, you want to make sure that you are telling a story. So a couple of weeks ago, we wrote a blog post about how to storytell. And it's honestly one of the biggest things when you are writing content, like you don't just want to write content and just write it just because you can Mm -hmm. or write it because you have the knowledge you want to paint a picture or a story that helps that reader understand why you're telling it and then also why is it relevant so you want to use relatable and relevant information you want to use topics that they can understand so if you're in the movie industry and you're talking about like small documentaries maybe you want to mention movie companies or movies that recently came out that resonated with you so you can help tie that picture back into what you're actually talking about
0: Mm -hmm. yeah especially when you're trying to educate the audience that you're speaking to it's really important to provide examples and real life applications Mm -hmm. of what you're trying to tell them because it will not only does that help people learn and absorb information quicker but it also you know helps them to relate to what it is you're writing exactly so another element of creating great content is not just the body of the content itself, but you need to have strong, relevant headlines that people are going to click on. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a really well-written blog, but a terrible headline, it's not going to reach very far.
1: Exactly. You want to be
0: able to clearly explain what it is the blog is about, but explain it in a way that engages people, mm-hmm. that makes people you know want to click on it, want to read it.
1: And strong headlines is twofold because you have your h1 inside your blog post but then you also have your seo title which is in the search engine um, results so you want to make sure that both of those headlines are engaging. They don't necessarily have to be the same, but you wanna make sure that at least both of them are engaging depending on how that reader would see it. So if they are searching in Google, they will see the SEO title first before they see that H1. But if they're on your actual website looking at your blog information, then they will see that H1 first. So you just wanna make sure that both of those are engaging and strong.
0: So some examples of some really strong headlines. These are from a blog by Neil Patel that we will link down below. Mm -hmm. He took some screenshots of headlines of blogs that he thought were really well done. For one example that he gave, the headline was Five Grammatical Errors That Make You Look Dumb. So it explains clearly what it is that the blog is about, but it also helps to reel people in because they're thinking, oh, well, I don't want to look dumb. I want to read this so I can know. So it's just spinning your headlines in a way that makes people want to read it but also isn't deceptive or overly clickbait
1: right and then including numbers like you said five ways or five tips Mm -hmm. so basically that helps you realize that okay even if I don't want to read the entire post I can at least read the five tips Mm -hmm. and get that information so that helps people click as well because they know it won't be as long Mm -hmm. or they can just jump down and find the information that they need Mm -hmm.
0: yeah because especially when people are browsing the internet not everyone wants to sit down and read uh, Mm five thousand word article Mm -hmm. you know some people just want to get some quick information and that's a great way to clearly explain that hey here's this blog post about something you may be interested in it's not going to take that long to read Mm -hmm. so on top of that you want to be able to answer people's questions so when thinking of blogs and content in terms of their visibility on search engines a lot of people use search engines to answer questions so they'll type in a question into Google and hope that one of the results that comes up actually answers their question. Mm -hmm. So when you are writing informative content, a great way to not only write your headlines but write your content is to be posing questions that your readers probably are already asking and then answering that for them and telling them exactly how to use that information to solve their problems. Mm
1: -hmm. Another thing that you want to include too as media so like we always mentioned and we mentioned a little bit earlier too you always want to make sure that you have media implemented or you know scattered around your blog posts whether that be photos graphics infographics videos gifs, um quizzes tweets embedded pretty, content yeah anything it can pretty much be anything but something that users can interact with and they can either save it and share it with other people as well. And mm-hmm. you want to make sure that if you do include images or graphics that they are branded. So if somebody does save it and send it, your information is already on there. So they know where to come back to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's a lot less intense for readers to look at a blog that is broken up with visual content. And mm-hmm. it's not just, you know, it doesn't just look like a college essay. Exactly. Exactly. Another important step of creating really great content is you want to be able to link to external sources. So when you are writing informative or educational content, you're probably going to do some light research just to you know, fact check and to get
1: more information mm-hmm. for your post.
0: Yeah. So you want to actually link to those external sources because that will not only help Google understand what the content you're writing about is related to. But it will also help your readers have somewhere to go after they're done reading your blog. So if the goal of your content creation is to simply inform your audience and become more of a thought leader, this is going to be a really essential step to link to other sources that people can find more information
1: from. Right. And lastly, so once you publish your content, you want to make sure that you are updating your blog content regularly and frequently. So that doesn't have to be every day. But if you do have the resources and the time, maybe that's once a week or once every two weeks or once a month. But making sure that you update your content um, regularly does help your rankings in Google. And it also helps them to see that you are making changes to your website, which is favored upon. Um, So depending on those resources, you just want to make sure that you pick a consistent schedule for you. um, Mm -hmm. And then depending on how your readers read the content as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and another part of that is going back through the content that you've posted in the past and making sure that it's still up to date Mm -hmm. if it is a topic that is continually being searched over time. But making sure that if you wrote a blog about how to switch your Instagram profile to a business account and then Instagram all of a sudden updates their app and there's a different way to do it, you want to make sure that you are going back to update the blog to make sure that people that are searching for those answers are getting the most relevant up-to-date information.
1: Exactly. And you you also want to make sure that all of your links and posts are correct so even if they are correct when you first publish it mm-hmm. things can go things can happen so basically um you just want to make sure that those links are still working properly and if not you just want to take them out mm-hmm. so there isn't somebody who clicks on the link and then they can't get to that information
0: yeah So overall, no matter what your business goals are, having a website filled with original relevant content is really going to benefit you in the long run. It's not only going to help your website show up higher in the search engine results, it's also going to ideally get your business more leads, gain more business, and become more relevant in your own industry on the web.
1: Exactly. And if you guys have any questions about this topic or just creating content in general for your own website, you can send us a message at our website, tmprod.com, T-M-P-R-O-D.com. And you can go to our contact us page and send us a message.
0: Thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next week. (laughs)